The fallout from the NHL draft has been very real, and the newsreel continues to fire in the NHL, and that means it is time for the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with Steel and Flip, breaking down everything that has happened in the NHL over the past 72 hours. That means big signings, absolute rumblings about every goaltender across the market that's available, and a whole lot more. And when I say you need to be tapped into today's episode, I really mean it because things are about to get very wild in the NHL and we'll be here for all of it. Let's get it. You're locked on fantasy hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? And thank you so much for tuning in to Monday's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. You know you can find us across all platforms. You find your favorite content. We are free and available everywhere you are looking for your favorite content, including YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all of the above. So make sure you're out there hammering that subscribe button and feeding us with everything that you think of the show, good or bad. Steele and I appreciate it. And let me let you know that today's episode is brought to you by betonline.net. It has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. My friends, I am here with my esteemed co-host, Mr. Steele Roden, every single day. To break down what happens in the NHL. And when I say I need him every day, it's true. But I need him more than ever on today's episode, people, because things are getting very wild, no pun intended, in the <laughs> off-season newsreel of the NHL steel. And I usually give a whole preamble about what we're talking about today. But if you have your ear to the beat in the NHL world, you know what we're talking about. It is goaltending extravaganza across the league right now. <laughs> Philip Forsberg signs a big deal. Uh, John Klimberg is linked to a major team in the East. We're talking a little bit of everything, Steele. But most importantly on today's episode, people, we're going to be talking about all the goaltending news in the NHL and what this might mean for your fantasy team moving forward. So we're going to quickly start with Philip Forsberg in Nashville. Resign, Steele. But on today's episode, it is a focus on the goaltending news but you know me, I'm fired up. So why don't you just hit me with what you're feeling on this Philip Forsberg re-signing first? Look, this is absolutely beautiful in my opinion. He's been with Nashville his entire career. He's It looks like he's going to finish his career with Nashville. He's only 27 years old right now. He's He just signed the eight-year deal, uh, $8.5 million. Mm -hmm. So he, he secured the bag, definitely yes. deserved it after the incredible showing he just put this past season. Mm -hmm. 42 goals, 42 assists for 84 points in 69 games and that's just absolutely incredible 20 more than his previous career high at mm -hmm. 64 points just a couple of years ago but 20 27 years old he's right in his prime he's the best forward for the Nashville Predators the second best player right behind Roman Yossi in my opinion mm -hmm. uh, honestly you could even put UC Saros up there because he's been phenomenal too but he was probably the second best player for the Nashville Predators definitely deserve this and they needed to lock this guy up otherwise they would have been in serious trouble because you cannot afford to lose a guy like Philip Forsberg, especially going into the free, uh, you know, if you wanted to test the free, uh, you know, test the waters and the free agency, but you definitely had to lock him up. I love the signing. 
I think it's a I think it's a great price as well for both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just great for the Nashville Predators' future. They can continue to add on and have a little bit more flexibility because it's only eight and a half million. There's some interesting pieces uh, that the Nashville Predators have to work with always because of the quality of GM David Poyle. He is one of those masterminds in the front Ooh. office, and after a career high in both goals and assists you would have to believe that a lot of teams would have been hovering around the National Predators if they could not have got a deal done with a guy like Philip Forsberg. And I think, Steele, you and I have seen rumors out there for the last half of the season, lots of teams interested. There was a lot of rumblings out of Nashville that they might not be able to get a deal done. Like you said, very fair deal, I think, at eight years, 8.5. And look, Today's episode is focused on the goaltending landscape. But when it comes to the National Predators, they've already knocked a couple of their offseason moves right out of the park. They knew they needed to solidify the back end after getting blown out of the water by the Colorado Avalanche. Again, Soros was injured, but we knew they needed to be better. Check mark there. And the second one, if not the first one, actually, defense was probably after. Forsberg being done. This is huge for a team that was right on the bubble steal. And if they don't get the Stanley Cup champions in the very first round and don't have their number one goalie, I think we both can agree that the National Predators are one of those teams in the Western Conference that you don't want to sleep on come next season. I think a lot of people slept on the National Predators in that series. And, you know, obviously with the use of Sorry's uh use of Sorrow's injury, that played a huge part in in yeah that first round series against Colorado with UC Soros, that series goes to six games without question in my mind. Uh, obviously without UC, they get swept. So that's how important he is to the team. Yeah. That's also how important Phil Forsberg is for yes. this team and this and their future, because yes. they actually have a ton of young guys and on their bottom six forwards right now, uh, guys who you and I have really liked so far, Tanner, you know, mm-hmm. uh, one of them as well. I Cody Glass is in there. Yeah, they Cody have Eli Coven in there. In it. There's some interesting there's a, pieces. There's a, there's a lot of young guys they have on their bottom six forwards right now. Yep. And Philip Forsberg is a guy that can really mentor them and bring up develop their game as well on and off the ice. So I love the signing. I'm really happy he's staying in Nashville. And they could be a force to be reckoned with come next season. I mentioned very quickly when we talked about updated Stanley Cup odds when the Stanley Cup was lifted by the Colorado Avalanche. The National Predators were at plus 6,000. That number is dropping quickly with these offseason moves. And I mentioned a worth a 10 or a 15 bet. Let's get on this money steal. You and I are going to be talking about all kinds of futures bets, drafts, everything in the lead up to next (laughs) season. But what's important to talk about right now is just really the wild, wild west of goaltending situations. Because (laughs) we know when it comes to fantasy, you and I do a lot of it, but anyone out there listening If you have to focus on an area of your team, especially when it comes to dynasty, it has to be the goaltending situation. Because if you get behind the eight ball in a dynasty format in NHL fantasy with a goaltending duo that is really bad, you might be working behind the eight ball for years to come here. So make sure you are tapped into this next segment and tapped into this podcast. Go out there and hit the subscribe button right now because Steele and I are going to break down everything you need to know about the goaltending market. But first, Steele, I just want to very quickly hit our listeners with the hit about Athletic Greens. The product that you and I use every single day to stay energized and healthy. But what is this stuff? 
With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, probiotics, minerals, and ingredients to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support your gut health, your nervous system, and your immune system, and helps you recover from the gym and prepare for work or class. So make sure that you reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition of Athletic Greens. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So make sure you hit up athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the daily nutritional insurance. Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on all podcast platforms, which also includes YouTube. So if you haven't yet, please hit the subscribe and the follow button. Flip and I appreciate it so much. We're at 130 subscribers right now. We're making our way up to 200. So please hit the button. Flip and I love all the support out there. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. Let's get right into the goalie carousel that uh, that has just begun, it looks like. Thank you. Um, let's start with the Colorado Avalanche. Obviously, after yes. making that trade with the New York Rangers for Alexander Gorgiev, it was pretty much solidified. And uh, it was there was no question that Darcy Kemper was, mm. was not coming back. Uh, that that yep. was what I took from that trade. Me too. Uh, it also just came out that it looks like Darcy Kemper is very, very close to a deal with a top team in the Metropolitan Division. Mm. Look, Steele, the Washington Capitals, and we're look, we're not those insiders breaking this news. We're collecting it <laughs> for you and giving you our takes. So when we're saying these things, this is coming from good sources out there. If you don't believe us, the internet works for you guys too. Head out there. <laughs> don't doubt what we're saying. Just trust us and hammer the subscribe button like Steele said. That's what you're here to do. But we're here to do for you is give you what you need to know. And when Steele says this about the rumors coming out, of the teams we're talking about, it's real deal Holyfield. So Darcy Kemper is done in Colorado. And what you said about Gorgiev's move is correct. I think we immediately knew that that was a done uh, situation, especially after we saw Pavel Francouz put up yeah. some of the performances he did. I think they're comfortable going with a goalie split. We're going to talk about a goalie split in Minnesota. And I don't know what you think about that, Steele. I see a goalie split in Colorado for Pavel Francouz yeah. um, and uh, Alex Gorgiev. But Darcy Kemper linked to the Washington Capitals, Steele. Thank you for teasing that. And I want to get your opinion on what you think about that move because after what I've heard from uh, the Newswire, which includes tips from a top scout saying 14 teams in the NHL are looking to make a goaltending move. So things are about to get very crazy in the NHL when it comes to guys trying to fill the blue paint situation. But still, I think this is one of those situations we need to keep an eye on very closely because if Darcy Kemper does not go to the Washington Capitals, I really do see him somehow getting a deal done with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I don't know what you think about that. I could definitely see that happening if a deal isn't done with Washington, but I think that it, it, I think it would be in the best interest and the best move for the future of the Washington Capitals yeah. to acquire and land Darcy Kemper because yeah. uh, you and I talked about this a, a bunch of uh, you know back in January and February, um, the duo of Samsonov and Vanacek, and we're going to get to Vanacek as well. 
The yep. two, they're just a, they're just, they were too young. They didn't have the experience. Uh, they were splitting the crease and, you know, Sam Sonoff and both, they, they both didn't really look comfortable all the time because splitting the crease and being so young, both of them being so young, it made it very diff- difficult. And that's mm-hmm. what we saw from Igor Shosturkin and Alexander Gorgiev. One of them was in the spotlight and they just took it from there. And that's what we're seeing from, uh, seeing from uh, Sam Sonoff right now. Interest for the Capitals to land Kemper because he just won a Stanley Cup. He's 32 years yes. old. He's been in the league for 10 plus nine or 10 plus years now. Mm-hmm. He's an experienced goaltender. And I absolutely loved him when he was on the Arizona Coyotes. You, you probably wouldn't have taken him for your fantasy league because Arizona was, was garbage, but he was a I'm great a crazy goaltender. man still. You never know. <laughs> you might have you, but his stats with Arizona, his first year with Arizona, a 928 save percentage. Like yeah. he was, he's a phenomenal goalie, and uh, hey, and that's 37, really, 12, and four this year as well. Yeah. Nothing to shake a stick at there with a 921 save percentage as well. A, a 2.48 uh, goals against average over his career, a 918 save percentage over his career. So these are great stats we're talking mm, about. Mm, he's 32, mm. going 33 years old. Um, Sam Sonov is a young goaltender. Uh, yeah, young goaltender trying to find his way in the NHL right now. And that would be a great mentorship after just coming off a Stanley Cup championship uh, uh, run with the Colorado Avalanche. Yes, and sir. if he goes to the Colorado Avalanche, uh, to the uh, Washington Capitals, that's another starting goaltender right there, another hot commodity. And we're going to get into this for tomorrow's episode. But I've, I'm already in a league that's drafting right now, and no one has taken Darcy Kemper, which I'm very surprised about. This is one of the things that I'm intrigued to talk about as we move forward in the lead up to next season's drafts is what Steele and I are doing with our selections. Steele's already drafting in a bit of a weird league in the middle of the summer. We haven't even finished. We're already in the season. sixth round. We're in the sixth and seventh round right now. Like, hey, and we're going to talk about that too, because trust me when I say you want to hear the, the guys that we have our eyes on, especially Steele, who's already clearly deep in the trenches. <laughs> but Darcy Kemper coming off a 37-12-4 and four season, Slotting in with the Washington Capitals, I could see it happening. But still, realistically, there is no shortage of topics to talk about when it comes to, as you so aptly put it, the goaltending carousel that is happening right now throughout the NHL. And it, for me, now focuses right around the Minnesota Wild, the team that I know yeah. you keep your eyes on for a bunch of different reasons, other, other than, of course, being a somewhat side supporter We're not going to get into that, (laughs) but the point is you watch a lot of Minnesota wild hockey. And this is a very intriguing situation because Marc-Andre Fleury comes out and signs a two-year deal. He has a media appointment and he says he's been told it is a 50-50 split next year in Minnesota. Then reports come out from Bill Guerin's crew, from Cam Talbot's crew as well. Two meetings between these sides. Cam Talbot apparently not happy with a 50-50 split. Bill Guerin comes out and basically says, you're under contract. If I want a 50-50 split, that's what will happen. Now all of a sudden, Steele, and I'm going to shut up because I want to hear what you say about this. We know Cam Talbot has been an absolute professional. He has been great throughout this entire process, even though it's looked like at times Minnesota hasn't fully believed in him. And now for the first time, we're getting him to come out and actually say, I don't know if I like this. And I kind of respect the move. But all of a sudden, we have a very interesting situation in Minnesota. That, I really do, is one of those domino effects. Something's going to happen in Minnesota, and these goaltending dominoes are going to fall. Please hit me with your take on all of what I just said. 
Yeah, you know, he's he's been an absolute professional right from the get-go when they made the trade for Marc-Andre Fleury. He was one of them congratulating him and welcoming him to the uh, team. Yep. Very professional right from the get-go. If I was Cam Talbot, and, and first of all, I, I do want to say that I, I really did like the, the uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, Fleury signing for two Me years too. at three and a half million uh, annually. But if I'm Cam Talbot, I would have been absolutely furious mm. and steaming if I was told I'm getting a 50-50 split. Yeah. This guy does not get enough credit for what he's done in his NHL career. He's only had two losing seasons in his entire career, and both of them came with the Edmonton Oilers, and we know how bad the Edmonton Oilers were back in 2016 Yeesh. and the 2018 season. Yeah. And in the in the in the in the 2017 season, he played 73 games. Like nine games off yep. of a full season. Yep, yep. He's done an absolutely incredible job throughout his career being professional showing up every single night and doing his best to to uh, to get his team a victory in the win and get as far as they can into uh into the playoffs. He's done his absolute best and he's coming off uh, a 32 12 and 4 record this season, a 912 mm-hmm. save percentage and a 263 goals against average. So mm-hmm. the save percentage could be a little bit higher, the goals against average could be a little bit lower. But he played absolutely stellar to go 32-12-4. and If I was told, I'm, and I understand, it's Marc-Andre Fleury. He's 37 years old. Cam Talbot's 35. They're both, you know, at the somewhat end of their career. They still got a couple of years left, but yep. they're at the end of their, at the end of their uh, NHL path. Mm-hmm. If I'm Cam Talbot, I would be in the exact same situation. I would be furious with the 50-50 split. I would be I would be relatively happy with a 60-40 because obviously you don't want to go past that. You don't want to over-tire yourself, but a 50-50 split after the season he just had, I'm right there with him. I think he deserves to be the number one goalie right now. And if he doesn't live up to it, that's fine. Get Marc-Andre Fleury in there. I'm happy mm-hmm. with it. But he deserves to be the starting one goalie right now. This is one of those interesting situations, Steele, that could be a make-or-break situation for someone's fantasy team out there. Because this is where it comes down to what goaltender do you draft? And we alluded to the fact earlier in the episode how important this is for your fantasy squad's success overall. It can literally be done or undone in the blue paint with the two or three selections you make. If you think about how many picks you make out of your forward group and how many picks are in the cage, of course it makes sense, but it's just the pressure is on. And you make a couple of good points about I think Cam Talbot being, you know, uh, understandably rattled and, you know, for good reason. Maybe he should be the guy who gets a 60-40, 70-30 or whatever split uh, because of how good he has performed. You know, Marc-Andre Fleury comes in near the end of the season. There's also that. There's also something to be said about this whole situation, Steele, about how well GM Bill Guerin has maneuvered it. Because all of a sudden, Fleury comes back on a very team-friendly deal. Maybe he foresees Cam Talbot not being happy because now he knows some teams are going to come knocking. And that's where I want to just tee up because we'll talk about this around the break is what this means for all the un- all the other situations. Matt Murray just blocks a deal to Buffalo. Jack Campbell entertaining offers of five years at five per is what the rumors are. Scouts saying all kinds of teams are interested. And also what Elliot Friedman said on the podcast yesterday is Bill Guerin knows the situation is volatile in Minnesota. And he also knows he has two serviceable goalies on good contracts. 
So there is going to be a lot of interest in what's happening in Minnesota. But there's a lot of interest in what's happening around the league. And that's what we'll get to right after the break, people. Yeah, yo, we could be throw. We should be throwing some bets down on where these goalies have been going from. Because first of all, uh, I, I did not expect this, but like, I'm very happy that he's you know kind of sticking up, standing up for himself. But we should be throwing some bets down on where where these goalies might be landing. Let's do it. I didn't, I didn't think Huso was going to be going to Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think I did not see Vanacek going to New Jersey. Kemper yep. with Capitals was a little bit surprising. So we should be throwing some bets on there, and maybe bets is betonline.net. They are your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline also remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online, where the game starts. Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on all podcast platforms, which also includes YouTube. So make sure you hit the subscribe and the follow button. And Flip Flip and I appreciate all the love and support out there. So thank you so much and keep hammering the subscribe button. And Flip, I'm going to throw this right over to you with the Matt Murray situation because you seem to have a lot more knowledge on the situation going on. <laughs> so I want to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, yeah, I'll throw it right over to you right now. One can call it knowledge. One could also call it a little <laughs> bit too much free time down the rabbit hole on a Saturday afternoon with a couple of wobbly pops. But that's not what we're here to dissect. We're here to dissect some very intriguing storylines shaping up in the NHL with this goaltending situation. Because if you've been tuned into this podcast, which I really hope you have been, Steele and I have brought up multiple times that if not even just from a fantasy perspective, the goaltending market in the NHL has been the most volatile of any position for a number of years in a row. And for good, obvious reasons, we understand those. But the real deal situation here with Matt Murray is I would be concerned if you were a Toronto Maple Leaf fan that this is where we're at in the offseason in terms of options for the goaltending in Toronto. And I know Peter Morazic was showing us his best impression of the backstroke, breaststroke, <laughs> and whatever other swim move he had going on last season. But I don't know what the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to do here, Steele. Matt Murray turns down a deal to the Buffalo Sabres. He has a 10-team no-movement clause. That was one of them. And now he comes out and apparently through representation, not him himself, says Edmonton or Toronto. Those are the two teams. Also, first of all, if you're a guy like Matt Murray who's come off the couple of seasons he's had getting torched at times with bad defense – why of all teams are you picking the Toronto Maple Leafs and Edmonton Oilers? That's a whole other situation, Steel. But I'll leave it at this for you. Jack Campbell entertaining offers of five years of five per. He will not be going back to Toronto unless something miraculous happens. And I don't think he can handle the pressure cooker. I could see Matt Murray coming to Toronto, unfortunately, Steel. And I don't know if that's a good thing in any shape or form. Fantasy, betting, yeah. or otherwise. I, I could definitely see Campbell going to Edmonton. Um, 
and, and signing for five and a half or six mil. And I, I honestly can say very clearly <laughs> right now, I might not be a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs if Matt Murray's in the crease. It looks I, like someone just gut punched you right oh, in the sternum. Dude, I, I, I'm almost sick to my stomach right now. Just you look about hit. it. Like I dislike this guy so much. I think he got like everyone just rode the hype train back in 2016, 2017. Even back then, I was trying to tell people, I'm like, this guy is not that good. And uh, you know, he, he has two Stanley Cup rings. He's a he's he's a two time champion. I understand that, but he also had Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, an actual steady defensive core in front of him. Um, you also had Mark Andre Fleury, who played the entire pretty much regular season. Uh-huh. I was, I was hoping you were going to say something about yeah. this. Yeah, uh, Mark Andre Fleury pretty much carried the 26 team in the regular season. Then he goes down to injury. Matt Murray steps in. Fleury came back from injury, but they still wanted Matt Murray in the crease because he was playing really great in the playoffs. They win the champ. They win the Stanley Cup next year again. Uh, Matt, it's Matt Murray's crease. Matt Murray gets injured. Fleury comes in. He's playing great, and then he Matt Murray comes back from injury, and then he, they put him back in the crease. I thought. Yeah, he's a good. He was a good goalie at the time. There was nothing wrong with him. He was putting up great stats, but mm, mm. there was nothing special to special to, about him for me, and at least. And okay. you know, he goes to Ottawa, and his career just tanked from there. And so, I can't express enough how much I dislike this guy. Injuries, huge concern. Yes. So you know, I understand where you're going. Where you're going here with this, because I also, if I'm not mistaken, you've been burned a couple times fantasy wise. By Matt Murray, I have been, yes, due I to have. his inconsistencies. So I understand some of the hate coming here, but I want to play devil's advocate for one minute, and not even of because course, I necessarily course. agree with it, but this is some of the articles. Again, rabbit hole of articles. You get to see some of the takes out there, Steele. And as much as I appreciate yours, you know I read a bunch. So let me just throw this out there very quickly. In his career... 117 wins and 53 regular season losses. 915 save percentage. 260 goals against. There have been times that he has shown he can be good, but yep. everything you're saying over the last year or two screams red flags for me. Yep. And let's also give him one more piece of credit that maybe another change of situation does something is the Ottawa Senators have been razor thin on the back end over the last couple of that seasons. That is very true, yeah. So those are a couple of things I'm going to throw up, mostly because I might throw up if that's the number one option that we have to rely <laughs> on. I hope you like that segue there. I Because love seriously, that. I I'm love saying that. we as much maligned Toronto Maple Leafs fans, because here we go, Steel, headed into a season that could not be more crucial for a number of forwards on this team. Maybe that's another whole episode, but what I think the takeaway is here, you need to be tapped into this podcast because these moves happen. These absolute fantasy shakedowns go down. Steele and I will be the two guys that have everything that you need to know about which guys you should be keeping and which guys you should be dealing. And I think Steele, both you and I can agree on that fact. Oh, of course. I, I cannot disagree with you on that fact. Uh, just before we wrap everything up, we do have to mention just a couple more news that came out in the yep. NHL. Adrian Kempe just signed a four-year deal at $5.5 uh, AAV. 
Uh, that for me, that was a great signing as well. Yes. I thought he had a fantastic season last year and he's really yes. going to improve his game uh, in the next couple of years as well and really get to a point where he's an elite player for the LA Kings. And Kempe, in the top Conference. five, top five round draft pick, potentially fantasy. Potentially, potentially. We'll this get to that tomorrow. This is one of those guys, Steele. I think yes, he's going to yes, be on the will. bubble. We're going to get to that tomorrow when we talk about my fantasy league that I'm already yes, drafting sir. in. A lot of news that we got, or a lot of discussion we could talk about that. Um, John Klingberg, he's also been linked to the Carolina Hurricanes. Flip had mentioned that. Huge. Keep an eye on John Klingberg for the Carolina Hurricanes. That would be absolutely juicy, Steel. And hey, we know the Carolina Hurricanes were right there on the edge of being a team to knock on the door for the Stanley Cup final. I think they will be making a move. We know there's a couple of contracts due up in yeah. Carolina. The D'Angelo was one of the ones that they put off. Yeah. And now let's see what they do. Goudreau was the name that I threw out there. That's a guy we'll talk about. Fantasy impact, contract impact. D'Angelo's in Philly now. Vanacek in New Jersey, like you mentioned. And all yes, kinds yeah. of Goudreau the goalie news carousel, well, The goalie carousel. It continues. Vanacek in New Jersey. And you and I talked about it. If New Jersey can get maybe a couple of decent goalies and instead of that uh, absolute chaos they dealt with last mm. year. They could be a decent threat in the uh, Metro. Just saying. Dougie Hamilton, Damon Severson. There's some pieces there that, hey, we know the Eastern Conference, though, is going beast up top. But the it's bottom, stacked. the bottom, wide open, those bottom few selections. We don't know what's going to happen, but I know what's going to happen. You're going to be <laughs> continuing to tune in to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast <laughs> because Steele and I got your back. And trust me when I say Steele and I have been in the lab ready with some awesome targets for your fantasy team. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and don't miss a single one because we will be dropping them in on episodes every single week from here all the way up till October. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode, making it uh, of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, making it your first listen every single day. But for your second listen, you have to check out Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL, NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your, th your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast, just like this one right here. So please hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. You don't want to miss out on all the content. Flip and I appreciate all the love and support out there. And once you do subscribe and follow us, You'll get all the latest episodes Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern time. Thank you again for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.